It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. What's happening, everybody? Orlando City fans. We live for the night by Corella. We live for a victory, if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) We need a victory. What's happening? It's JJ here. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den podcast. By the way, this thing's working. Okay, so... uh, We missed the um, red dot on the first the one dot. for the whole hour and ten minutes. <laughs> it was great, guys. We promise. <laughs> what's happening, Cleon? What are you doing? Taking pictures over here, or what's going I think on? He's, I'm, I'm I think he's at, recording I'm it on his phone. I'm looking at pictures. You're looking at pictures. Looking I think at pictures. Leon's recording on his Camilla! phone. Camila, <laughs> he's, he's all up into Camila. Eddie, what's happening? Well, I'm uh, I'm here. I'm uh, Frustrated about the team, and uh, I am getting a second win for our second uh, effort here. All right. And Alex, what's going on? Let's, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we had a great we had a great first take, but uh, we, we had some better things that we could clean up. So yeah. now we're going at it again just for you guys. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Not so much we care. <laughs> real quickly, our sponsors, our sponsors are Casey's Sports Bar in the Winn-Dixie Shopping Center here in Heathrow and... Field Turf USA, they do a lot of the fields, the practice fields for a lot of facilities, high schools, colleges out there, some of the best pitches in the world. Man, you're getting good at that. I am, right? Barcelona. You guys ought to try OxyClean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, let's talk about our 2-0 loss to New York. Uh, YFC, NYCFC. There's too many letters in that thing. Well, we lost 2-0. the two goal scorers are, I don't know who, for New York, to be honest with you. <laughs> and this nope. is our second take, and I just don't know. It was still funny. I still don't know. There's, uh, there's more letters in NYCFC than their supporters have chance. Ooh. I can confirm that ooh, after this weekend. Ooh, nice. Ooh. All right. Nice one. And that's right. You were there. So uh, you, you took that cold weather, you know, not from here from Florida, but it was up there. Was it there in Nor'easter or anything up there? Cause it's no, like it, was, it, was, it was nice, but very, very, very cold. I know the guys weren't. That's the coldest the guys have probably ever been in the last six months, though, unless they've been traveling around and going to, to see snow. But uh, <laughs> but it was pretty darn cold. Well, we, we see Sané travels all over the world, you know, even during right now. He's in France. So tell us about the game, Alex. What did you uh, think about the game? I thought uh, the first half was, was positive. You know, I thought it was pr- maybe the best half that we played uh, all season was the first half. I was impressed with it being on the road as well. I wasn't expecting much going into the game with the first two results and New York City being on such a high note, uh, obviously with Patrick Vieira as their coach. 
I got a little bit excited, more excited when I heard, you know, about an hour and a half before that David Villa wasn't going to be dressing, but uh, that proved not to matter. It turns out that doesn't matter who's playing striker if you're going to give the ball away that easily. It doesn't really matter who's who's kicking the ball into the back of the net. Eddie, I thought on TV just because of the ridiculous angle and the pitch, it's it's hard to make out, you know, kind of what we're trying to do, so to speak. A lot of uh, lost passes, a lot of, you know, kind of just no space. So, to me, on TV, it didn't look that great. We were hanging on, hoping for our usual kind of 1-0 gridded out kind of win, which seems to be what what Christ wants. But um, just frustrated. Just two, two terrible giveaways. Mental lapses have cost most of our goals. Cleon, I, I want to know your input it on It was an ugly, ugly, ugly game to watch. Um, that pinball machine pitch... New York City has it literally highlights everything wrong with the way we play, which is we're already conge- we're way too congested. Everyone's way too close. Everyone there, no one has space. And in a pitch like that, it highlights it even more. Um, the everything that's wrong with the the style of football that we play was it was it still in the in the um, in the baseball field shape or what oh yeah they yeah they, all the... they do is put a nice nycfc plastic tarp over the pitcher's mound i mean the mound is literally still elevated so i think that's what yoshi hit on that back pass <laughs> no it's not in the field of play but oh, i mean okay. it's it's still elevated all they do is uh right now they're they're luckily, luckily the pitch was in good shape because it's good to play them early in the season before they start that's playing baseball, baseball in that's april because uh, the the grass is actually in there but like when we have to play them if we, i don't think we have to play them anymore this year on the road but when people do have to play them, when they're removing the yeah. grass and putting the back the clay, um, that pitch can be really dangerous because it's literally just pieces of two by two, two foot by two foot sod that they just plug in, plug in for thirty uh, percent of the field. That's why I think they have so much success there. Uh, we're the last team to beat them there. Uh, we obviously didn't do it this time, but it's really tough to beat them there, and it's because it's it's a one off field. I mean, it's the minimum requirements that FIFA even will let you have in order to be a competitive soccer yeah, it's, a, it's a short field. Um, I want to know your studs and duds for this game. Uh, let's go with Alex. You're first because you were there. Yeah. So uh, my studs, I mean, Mohamed El again, was uh, the best player on, on in purple for me, which was I was kind of shocked that we didn't see the whites, but, but that's another story. But but uh, El Munir was very, was very good as a stud for me. That was about the only – Bright spot uh, that that I saw, other than Coleman coming in the game uh, for 15 minutes. But I guess I can't really give him a full stud if if he only played for the the last 15 minutes. Uh, for duds, I, at first I was upset with Yoshi for making that back pass, but then that was in person when I watched it again, and Joe did get his left foot on that. It did look like Joe kind of gave it like a side foot, like he was trying to make a short pass. He wasn't even trying to clear it. At that point, I'd rather him control it, turn around, and literally kick it out of bounds and for a corner kick than, than do what he did. Uh, so Joe was really underwhelming for me. Um, and I think that uh, Will Johnson, once again, I mean, he had the one good chance, but I know you guys really enjoyed him, but I think he was underwhelming again. But, I mean, he's there's nobody around. There's, it's, there's, there's just nothing up, up in the attacking half. There's nothing to be had there. Cleon, you're... Studs and duds. Um, I have a hard time calling anybody a stud in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the best of the worst was um, 
Muhammad El Munir again, um, along with Amaral Tarek. Um, Spectre was good while he was in, but um, we'll get to it a little later, but he had to leave the game a little early, so um, can't really give it to him since he was he only played about a half. Um, as far as duds, it's a toss-up between Bendik and 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 honestly, we've been waiting for him all this time, but then he showed up. Well, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I could say he showed up, but he was on the pitch. Um, Sasha Kleshton. I would have to give him my dud for yesterday, along, right along with Joe. Eddie, your stud. Uh, yeah, I think the stud, I'm with Cleon. There wasn't really a stud, I guess. One guy was mo better than the rest, but the mo rest better. were <laughs> the rest were uh, pretty. I don't know, average to, to mediocre. A lot, just little lapses. You saw from Igita, Sasha, Yoshi, and um, Bendik. I thought it was like a days ago on a back pass from Mo after after the Yoshi one. I thought he could have done a little bit more. Except Yoshi did rocket it to him, and and um, yeah, I don't. I, Miram, I thought was just lost out there. I don't know why he keeps drifting left. Uh, all kinds of stuff, man. It's just, just so much. It's frustrating for you. We understand. Poop. It's poop. like it's like the soap operas, you know, for you. It's, yeah. it's they're all just everywhere. Yeah. Well, true. my stud and dud. Uh, my stud would definitely be a Spectre. Um, like you alluded to that that he was with the concussion. Yeah. Am- for Amro played great too. Yeah. Twenty five minutes playing in there with the concussion and uh, could have made it worse. And uh, Tarek. Um, like you just said, basically, I, I love that whole defense back there. Uh, RJ Allen, accept him. Uh, I didn't really care for him. Uh, and then uh, my dud, uh, Jason Christ. Um, just not knowing, playing that stupid diamond again. I mean, come on. How many times are you going to freaking, you know, play the diamond and see that you're losing? It's not working. So, uh, Christ, definitely. Higita would have been one of my studs if he didn't get a yellow card. So, uh, but uh, definitely Christ and uh, for the dud. What do you guys think? You guys uh, look like <laughs> Eddie's looking over there good. I think we need to score some freaking goals, man. I'm tired uh, yes. of not scoring saying, goals. I've been saying it for a year we now. We had 39 goals in 34 games last year. <sighs> that makes it now 41 and goals in 37 those, games. Six goals came in one game. I mean, jeez, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. yeah, and like Leon said on Twitter that uh, we had one PK, which we got, which was kind of soft in my opinion. It was not even about soft. Yeah. He was running away from the yeah. goal. Yeah, in addition to that, he was running away. And then the other one was Jonathan Spector, like, you know, 22-year-old right back in a championship or whatever, makes a great play at the end. Those are our two goals this season. Even our expected goals are low. We, we we can't finish. Just a hard to watch. Just a can't finish a sentence lately. I don't know what's going on. A sentence. He's literally. He, he's literally. <laughs> yeah. Period. He <laughs> was thinking. Point. He was thinking about going. Yeah. Out, he's uh, finishing a sentence with a question Iraq mark. Yeah. To go play for the national team. He's finishing a sentence with a question mark. Question I mark. think. Uh, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I wouldn't worry he too much. He scored zero goals for Orlando. He didn't score any preseason either. It's it's tough. I mean, we're kind of freaking out because we we were so terrible at the end of last year as. well. Well, I'll continue to say it, how you have the stretch that we had and, and fumble out on the playoffs last year and then lose 6-1 in the final and how you keep your job is beyond me, but we still have Christ somehow. And uh, I think it's not time to panic yet. I mean, you look at, like we mentioned, mm-hmm. like we talked about, you mentioned um, Seattle and there. Toronto. <laughs> those teams have – Seattle <laughs> Seattle and Toronto, those teams have played in back-to-back MLS Cups. So you're talking about the cream of the crop, the best of the best. I know they've been playing CCL. 
but they're four games in combined with zero points. So, you know, they're not, it's, it's really early in the season. Um, and, and I'm not, I mean, I'm, 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 I don't think Christ is the man, but I think I'm going to be right about that. So I'm really not panicking. I'm more relaxed now. I'm just right. kind of waiting for him to get fired. Hear, let's hear what Jason Christ. <laughs> I've been waiting for that since last year. I didn't think that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> let's just just chill until he gets fired, guys, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> let's, uh, let's listen to Jason Christ after the game and talk about, you know, his Don't positive. Don't refinance that mortgage. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I really felt like we were doing well right up until we gave them the goal. Uh, unfortunately for me, I think that's three matches where I just feel like we're giving things away. The first match, we, we give away a goal of uh, defending a throw-in in our own end, and then we end up with an ejection. That was a poor decision. Uh, the second game, uh, the same thing with giving away a cheap goal. Uh, and in this game, we, we smash the ball at our goalkeeper and give away the first goal. So we correct those small errors. I think we're, we think, we still think we're going to be okay. How- so Jason Christ thinks Orlando City okay. will be okay. Even though they're smashing the ball at the goalkeeper, like he said. And, you know, three losses that were tough. Those were tough. But a lot of positive came out of that. Yeah. The, but he didn't talk about positive in this last game. The last two he did against Minnesota. Yeah. This one, nothing. So hopefully, hopefully something comes out of this and he, um, you know, does something different to make this game uh, against the Red Bulls. We beat them or something. Mm. But I don't get why Sané is – why is he – did he give these guys a week off or what? I mean, I see him uh, I saw him on Twitter that uh, one guy he, he pulled up uh, and responded because I had asked Jordan Colbert is Sané in practice or not, and he mentioned kind of that maybe he's moving his family over, finishing moving his family over. We got two weeks, so maybe he's just tying up some loose ends in France. Uh, he did kind of leave there swiftly. I mean, he left Germany swiftly, but – he didn't really have time to gather his stuff yeah, and, and get I everything organized. He had to so. go to the consulate in Toronto or somewhere in Canada right before you know the yeah. season started, yeah. and so I don't know what's going on with him. I think he looked pretty good in his little cameo, and he'd look even better when he gets totally settled. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he's especially with Spectre. I, I don't expect Spectre to be back uh, in two weeks. I don't expect Spectre to be back probably for four to six weeks, to be honest with you, because... That's a long time. Yeah, some of these concussions, you see players out for the whole year. And, and nowadays, you're not going to risk it, because if he has a second one in the season, you're talking, that could be three months. I mean, yeah. if you have a second concussion nowadays, especially in soccer, uh, we're, we're deep. I mean, if, unless we have an issue at center back, but with Sané and, and uh, Tamrick, we're not playing any multi-week or multi-game weeks until, I think, May. Yeah. Uh, so we have just one game a week all the way till then, so... I think Tarek and, and uh, Sané will hold it down. I'm I'm fine with any combination of the three center backs, to be honest. And uh, I know Taylor, Taylor Twelman, you're listening. Get on that a concussion <laughs> protocol thing, that because uh, Spectre was in there for quite a while, and I think both footballs have a terrible record when it comes to concussions. Maybe soccer might be even worse with the way they they handle it with no independent doctor and that kind of stuff like that. So I thought that was rough. Yeah, that's why I'm not buying that whole six weeks thing at all. Like soccer don't, soccer doesn't. They, they, right they pay no, there. they pay no attention to the concussion. Yeah. Like I, I'll be, I'll be shocked if he wasn't back after, after this next this, game. Yeah, me too. I'll be shocked. Well, Christ said he expects his full squad uh, available for selection on the 31st. For, no, I, I would assume that was Specter too. Two weeks, two weeks before Red Bulls, I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's starting that game. I just don't want anything to happen in a beautiful hair. 
I just so, don't want to risk it. Let's I mean, talk. that's our deepest position, it looks yeah, like. Right yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and we don't we'll, want Schuler in there yet. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I feel I good with Sane, Tarek, and so We still on, have yeah. Schuler. Let's talk, uh, let's talk about Sasha real quick. What did you guys think about his first game back? And, um, you know, the Should, guy, was he in shape? Was he? Did he play well with the team? What do you guys think of his uh game first game back should we take it just jump in or just take it slow what do you I'm think jumping in, <laughs> you don't want to take it slow like i'm jumping no i'm not taking it slow like <laughs> he took it slow i've been saying it the entire time before and hardly anyone agrees has been agreeing with me i told you if especially if we're playing this formation with this number 10 with you know where you have limited attackers up there you cannot it's it's unpopular opinion but you cannot play clutching up top um, up top of that diamond as one of their main attackers because he's not an attacker. He's he's patient. He's too patient, actually. Um, he's He moves way too slow. It's not even necessarily he can't run fast. He literally walks around. So, I mean... Larry. And, and, uh, it's, Larry was running was more, than, more than I saw, bro. Um, <laughs> when in a formation where you only have three real attackers, which are two strikers and the, and the ten... You can't have somebody who's not you, – you don't have the liberty to, to waste one of those positions on a player that's not a true attacker. Right. I know he gets a ton of assists and a lot of secondary assists and whatnot. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a spectacular player for what he does. But he's not a true attacker, like somebody that's going to put pressure on the defense and stuff like that. He plays from – he plays slow and he plays from deep. And he looks for people in front of him. Um, even when he was playing the 10 with New York – he had three people in front of him because he had wings and you had and you had um, Bradley, Bradley White Phillips, Phillips up top. Just but you can't have for him that up there with, four, just three, by three. himself. I, I mean, like, Eddie, four, three, three. What do you think, yeah, Eddie? Yeah, um, I, I think uh, just like the most of the players, we'd be better served in a different formation. Uh, Sasha was used like an attacking role. He got in the box a bunch, and uh, he had a combo with with Mueller, which you can see their chemistry that we they, a lot of people talked about in the preseason. Where Mueller kind of dinked one over the top, just Sasha couldn't get to it, and he he was on top of the box a couple of times, and that's how they're using him. And you know, Cleon has a point that that's not where he's been used or been effective before. So I think a formation like a four three three that I put out on Twitter before, with like a big giant diamond, <laughs> um, with two midfielders uh, next to each other, Sasha and Yoshi with Yuri deep, and then Coman at the right, Miram at the top, and uh, um, on the left, and Coman on the right. That would give uh, Sasha a chance to make more plays from a little exactly. deeper and then get, get it to three actual attackers. All right. I'll, Alex. I'll defend him a little bit. I guess I'll be the devil's advocate. I don't want to take him down too hard. But he, there's been no, no activity on the right side of the pitch for, for literally 270 consecutive minutes. Mm-hmm. It may be negative activity because, I mean, the right side has just been getting burned defensively. And then offensively, there's absolutely nothing there. The only time we've even played offensively on the right side of the pitch was in the first game when we were down a man and Miriam was going left to right, left to right, left to right. Other than that, I mean, we had the 15 minutes with Coman playing on the right side, but question is he's got one side of the field to work with. He's only got Miriam because Mueller has just been non-existent on that right side. Yeah, and, and to be fair to him, he created more He created more chances uh, in that one game than, 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 than anyone else all season. He created three chances, so you, you give him stuff to work with in front. He'll make plays, you know. 
and then you know, and then a little more chemistry after playing a little bit with a couple of people, and getting him a little bit better um, the ball sooner. I think Russell would be better at that than Iguita was, and so on. I right, agree with Cleon though that if we're winning, people won't under people won't care about him walking. Walking if, exactly. If, if if he comes home to Orlando and we put up an L against his previous team and he's walking around, whoo, we'll go back to the old hatred of Sasha Kleston real quick. After <laughs> that mustache will look. Right, let's he, let's hear what, what what he had to say after the game up in New York. No, physically I felt pretty good. I was able to last 90 minutes, so that's important. Uh, uh, maybe not. Uh, Maybe didn't make enough plays tonight in the final third to help the guys out, but we still had a few chances, especially when the game was still 0-0. So um, I feel okay. I wish the debut would have gone better. All right, he wishes the debut went better. Um, and he says he felt great 90 minutes. Of course he's going to feel good. He's not tired, you know. He's, he's been walking. You guys are savages. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, it's true, no. though. I, mean, I wouldn't be tired. I mean, I, I'd be a little bit more tired than what he was because I'm out of shape. But, I mean, he really didn't do much much other than walk. I'm not out of shape. And I, avocado's a shape. Let me, let, me ask you guys, let me ask you guys a question. Did you uh, – his expectation, I mean, was his expectation really high? Do you guys think that we put a lot on him for the first game? A, he needs to pass the ball like he did to Bradley Wright Phillips. He's going to do it out of Merrim, and he's going to do it to Mueller. I think the expectation was high for him. I mean, it's his first game back. The chemistry's not there to me. Go ahead. I see you shaking your head. Go. We brought him in to have those expectations. I mean, we got if we don't have high expectations, then where are we going to be? Southampton? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> just one of those middle-of-the-pack teams. We'll like, win 1-0 like Southampton. That's our approach. <laughs> like, we got to have high expectations. This guy's, gonna, this guy's supposed to be the man. I'm trying he's, to be nice He's the to main him. guy, but... I think he definitely underperformed. I'm, I'm going to chalk it up and give him an excuse to say that he's just two games behind. I feel like when your teammates have played two games and you've played zero, that's a much bigger difference than maybe when your teammates have played 19 games and you've played only 17 games. So you're going to see a lot more cohesiveness, but I'm just chalking it up as being his first game back. Clear. Yeah, um, I got some news for him. Bradley Wright Phillips ain't walking through that door. <laughs> I saw him at the airport. Yeah, he did. walked through that door. He might be walking through the airport door. He's not walking through. Did you see Revis by chance? He's not I walking through Orlando City during yeah. that purple. So, um, I mean, he's if if he doesn't have anybody to to make plays for, well, to finish off play, passes for him, he needs to get involved in that action. Um, if you got Chris Mule up there and you're used to Bradley Wright Phillips, guess what? You might want to try to play a little more like Bradley Wright Phillips yourself. That's your job as a leader. That's your job to put the team on your back, and um, that's what you got to do. Yeah, I, I think that um, he Sasha said during a pregame thing that he didn't practice with the first the first eleven all the time, and he'd hope he got into the first eleven when he came back, etc. Right? So that's kind of weird, and I think that showed in the chemist the lack of chemistry. I think when you actually have a center forward playing in the center of the pitch with Dwyer making smart runs, I think he'll be more effective at that point. So I give him a slight pass on that. All right, uh, let's move on a little bit from here. We're going to bring in our editor of OrlandoLionsDen.com, Alex Ryder, and hear his take on the game on Ryder's Take. Here we go. Hello, everybody. This is Alex Ryder, and I've got some Ryder's Takes for you. First off, I want to thank JJ for finally basically helping me settle on a name because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to name these little takes. So... There you go. Thank you, JJ. 
Now on to the match. Our first away experience of the season up in New York at Yankee Stadium against NYCFC. And I have very few positives. We went into this match knowing we were going to have more than we had in previous weeks with Sasha Kloschen. And then we found out pre-game that David Villa wasn't even going to be on the field. Plus for us, and yet we come out with a 2-0 defeat due to bad errors, unforced errors in many ways. A couple pluses before I dive into the negatives. Omanir, I've been on this train ever since, continued to have a good presence, especially working well with... Tarek and once he came on Sané but he also had a lot of coverage issues which ultimately led to the second goal which is wasn't directly his fault but there was coverage issues on the back four so if he can learn his presence over this next couple of weeks he'll be okay. Tarek like I said another good Game on the back line for him, despite the issues. Spectre, they're, he's basically ruled out with a concussion. We won't know how long until we have him back. His exit from the game, again, affected the second half. Kleschen, unfortunately, was largely contained by the center backs uh, and midfield of NYCFC, which didn't allow him to work with Justin Merrim, Yoshi Yotun, Chris Mueller, and if for those who actually acknowledge he was on the field, Will Johnson. Um, like I said, Yoshi's pass to Bendik was ultimately the reason for the goal, so he, he needs to work on his backpassing or don't do backpassing at all. Um, Justin Merrim was brilliant. But he didn't have any help. He didn't have R.J. Allen giving him good balls in like we would have seen from Sutter. And he couldn't, once he went inside, he couldn't create any space to take any shots because they were clamping down so much on our center presence. There were, it appeared that there were less crosses into, as I believe it was Cleon said, less crosses to Kyle Laren's ghost. So and that was a tactical plus, but with such a narrow field, it was definitely a tactile change. Anyways, what do, you, what do you guys as a group think? Were there any real positives to take from this match at all? Or do we have to go back and lick our wounds during the international break? All right, guys. What do you think? What positives came out of this game, if any? The subs. The subs? Coman and Sané. Those are my two positives. Gave me hope. Uh, gave me for the first time instead of being anxious or being nervous about what the future brings. I was I was excited about what we possibly can put on the field when everybody is healthy. So with Sane and Coleman, I was very impressed. So I was excited. Eddie, I'm with you on that. The subs, both of them looked like they're a whole. You know, they look like they're they're class players. Coleman on the ball looked like better than anybody else we have. Just that one moment, that kind of shimmy and that. Shaz pass cross thing he did was was pretty exciting for me just that one moment Sani had some nice plays and yeah I'd say the subs and they have to be day one starters from the beginning I mean from now on Leon I know it's hard to find some positives in this man for me 
I hate to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, even, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Like, Coman, uh, it's exciting to see him. He's an exciting player. But then what brings me back down is can I honestly see him sticking Coman in? and Because and, he would have to take somebody out to stick him in. Yeah. So, I mean. And even, where, even right? Where does promise, it go? Exactly. So, it's even, even the promise of him. And that's exactly what we need to help this attack. We yeah. need more players like him, yeah. and we need more of our players playing like he does, which is you know aggressive. You get the ball, yeah. and you go towards you go towards the other goal. Yeah, maybe that's why he stood out so much. He like exactly. took someone on. You're like, what is that? And Miram does it some, but you could tell come out a little more fluidity to him. Maybe it's just you know youth or whatever, or he's just better with the ball. But it, it, you're right. I mean, the hope is that this creates a. Um, Puts an onus on Christ to change formation or get more of an attack, but that, I mean that's a, maybe it's a it's an it, maybe I'm being naive. That that's my hope. But the game itself with positives, I don't know. There was a, the, our defense. I like our center backs a lot. I like Mo a lot. I think they're they're all they're all doing they're, those three are our our best players, best um, section of our team, I guess. My positive was nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, there was positive, no positive. It was two zero, not three zero. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a positive. I mean, oh, it, that we're going to need goal. that goals against the and, differential as and, much as we can. Look at we that second a lot. goal that New York did, and that they had. Yeah. I mean, that one-two touch, nice ball movement. Yeah, that, that little back, that little back heel it, to, to Maxi was. was why nice. can't we do that? I mean, we get in that, we're dribbling the ball. We, we overcomplicate it. We shoot too long. One too many passes. We, we need, it's like paralysis yeah. by analysis or whatever. Everyone's thinking, what are we doing to Diamond and what are we doing? And they act frozen. It's like, like or like, they're dribbling the whole time. Maron yeah. is dribbling back yeah, from you, the you, left you, to the right, back to the when left. Yoshi got run over by that other Peruvian guy. He literally took on like four people. I was like, just do the math, buddy. You know, like if there's four on you, that means there's three people open somewhere. So, um, any other takes? Any other positives you guys have? So, Cleon, let me ask you this. What's up? Are you saying that you possibly think that if Coleman is 100% healthy, Christ will not start him? Yeah, I'm saying that. Ugh. Who's he I think he's got to be fired. Is he going to take Will out? If that happens. Is he going to take Will out? Because you, know, you know he's not taking Clutchton out. He's no. going to take Will out to he's dinner before taking, he takes him out of the lineup. He's not going to take Merrim out. He's not going to take – Dom should be healthy next game. So Dom's in Dom's for in. Mueller. Merrim's in. Yeah, those are two strikers. Then you got Sasha sitting mm-hmm. below that. Don't, if, you stick, if you're trying to stick Coman in the starting, the only logical place would be taking out Will, moving Clutchton down, and putting, putting Coman at the 10. Can you see him taking out Will Johnson? Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see a formation change. I wouldn't uh, be shocked to see Will Johnson going right back. Yeah, with even you. with the yeah. formation change, yeah, somebody else sure. to come out. I'd, I'd rather, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Move, move Will all the way to back down to right back. I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. That's, I think Will going to right back is almost more likely than Will being on the bench. You know, jeez. I'd, pro- I'd like that. Yeah. All right, let's go uh, to uh, the Twitter questions. And uh, also new to our, uh, basically, we have a new hotline for voicemail and comments that you guys have, along with uh, text messaging. If you call 855-526-LION, that's 855-526-LION, you can uh, leave your comment. You can also leave uh, your text message. Um, so first question of the, uh, Twitter is from Apollo kid and uh, he did a nice review on iTunes for us. Yeah, he did. Appreciate that. Thank you. 
Apollo Kid, uh, I want to know when you guys think we get our first win. Look forward to this this discussion. Who yeah. wants to go first? Oh, that's so sad, right? Jeez, just think of how young and naive we were three weeks ago. <laughs> right, we're yeah. like day one, seven nothing. <laughs> now we're like um, May seventeenth. You know, maybe if. Uh, <laughs> Have some people, you know, or don't show up or get hurt or something, but no, I, I think we beat Portland. I, you know, that's my uh, my first win, and uh, that's about it. I don't know. What I, do you guys think? I think the guy behind us playing video slots might get a win before we do. I so. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the lovely Red Bull. Doing my this. answer is Red Bull, New York. I think we're going to win in two weeks, and I'm not just being that because I'm a homer. Uh, Red Bull's got a tough game. April the third, we play on March the twenty-first. They got to go to or March the thirty-first. Uh, they got to go to Mexico a couple days later. That's going to be a big game for them. They've already made it this far. It's a winnable aggregate for them, I believe. So uh, you might see some resting of some players. You might not see their full lineup, and you are going to see our full lineup. And I mm. hope that mm. the players play out for Christ because that's my last saving grace for him. Is that the uh, the players will will know that he's fighting for his his job. Yeah, play for his and job. Play right? for him, and if it, they truly want to play for him now, it's and time. if we play with our full squad and they play with a hundred percent passion, I see no reason why we shouldn't be Red Bull. Yeah, the home fans deserve a win too. Um, the first win, Colorado. Um, <laughs> How far away is that? Maybe. April 29th. I'll be there. I can't wait till then. Uh, April so 29th. In about a month. I Alex has bad luck when he goes to road games. So that means that uh, I've never might not be Colorado. Then. Yeah. Um, so. As far as me, I'll say, I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint when it's coming, man. It's, it's to be determined for you. Um, it's to be determined. <laughs> I, I feel like we will win Someday. one of the one of the next <laughs> one of the, game. We will win. One a of game. the next 31 games. Oh, it's gonna, we're hey, gonna guys, win. you heard it here. Brave take by Cleon. We are going to win a game. We'll win some. One, right? one of the next three games we will win because we're going we're gonna to shut somebody out. So we're going to win. We're going to beat somebody one to nothing. It might be Red Bulls. It might be the game after. It might be. It might be. It's coming yeah. in the next. It three. might be Colorado. We're going to win one zero by an own goal by the Red Bulls. <laughs> by <laughs> really Collins. No, really Collins going to going to take someone out and get a red card and give us a PK. And we're going to win. <laughs> one well, of the next three. He has to make it up for the caca thing. Remember? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No one touch. No one touches face. <laughs> yeah. Nobody touches face and get a red card or whatever. All right. Let's go on to the next question. Mora Mora Yama Moriyama. Wow. Moriyama. Did right? I butch it? Moriyama. Click on her profile. It tells you how to pronounce it. I literally wrote it down. Yeah. Let's see. And, and, more? And Mo shout out to. Ma. Yeah, shout Mo, out to Section 134 with Mo Orlando Loco. Yeah, Section 134 with Mo her husband, city. and uh, see, Orlando Locos. Yeah. Her, her husband's Orlando Locos? No, no, her husband oh. just sits in the same section with her. That makes sense, right? And then Orlando Locos <laughs> are like five rows ahead of me. Oh, okay. She's face of the city. Yes, she is face of the city. So that's awesome. Superstar. And, and this is for you, Cleon. Okay, what's Question for, for you. I want to know, Cleon. Hey, girl. Hey. Opinion. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I already gave it. I gave it to like four other people. <laughs> so you had to give I it to. I couldn't like to leave her out. Yeah. You already gave it to Patty, Annika, and everybody, right? Yeah, and Danica yeah. Evans, and and and. Iris. I, I don't know. If Camila uh, got one. Oh, Camila Marta, always. I, I think shell I gave shocked. one to Marta. I gave one to Marta yesterday. So. Oh. You Camila know, always face, gets one, The right? face of the city, she's definitely getting one. All right. so. I want to know, Cleon, opinion on Higita's first appearance. Do you think he or Lindley start if Fury not available? All right. Um, I'll jump to the second part first. 
um, Yuri will be available. But in the um, in the if something happens and he and he doesn't, he gets injured or something in the next two weeks. Um, I think he still starts Higita, um, even though he he was a little bit aggressive. <laughs> he was a little. I mean, he's always a little aggressive, but he's a little extra aggressive. Um, picked up a foul in what twenty three seconds. Picked up um, his first yellow in twenty seven minutes. He honestly could have had about three yellows in between that. Um, he he could have like the ref. I don't know what's going on. I don't know he's got pictures of that ref, but <laughs> that ref definitely could have gave him about six yellow cards yesterday. Oh wow! Or, or yesterday, you um, only get Saturday. Two. <laughs> yeah, he could have gave him six. <laughs> he could have gave him six. Um, I, I feel like he was probably a little amped. Um, first game, of course. Yeah, his first game being held out. Um, a lot of times, guys come over and try to do too much, he and he was definitely doing that. Um, I will say he he was he actually gave us a good presence in the middle, um, which we have been lacking. You know, we got some teeth back there. Yeah. <laughs> so and um, some cleats and some cleats on some shins. You need that, man. Yeah. You need that. If, yeah. you, if you're going to run a solid six, you got to have somebody. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Cam definitely is not a never been a defensive mid until now, and then he's good at passing, but he does not bring that that teeth as you saw how Molino ate him up um, that game. I think. My dad sent me a text during the game that that's a Gita's 29th MLS yellow card. That's nine, oh. nine a season. I thought he meant wow. during the game. No. <laughs> he says that he's our uh, – I said, yeah, Gita's our thug. He said, it's Pablo Escobar, man. <laughs> that's my boy. Alex, you're a Gita man also. What do you think? Uh, I think he's a great center defensive mid. I just don't think he works as a single center defensive mid. Uh, he is a enforcer. He is the true definition of an, an, an enforcer for yeah. that certain, that six spot. Yeah, he is a force. He's going to pick much. up. He's like a exactly. Diego Chara, where he's yeah. going to get red cards. He's going to get yellow cards, but the opposing team is going to think twice before they in, try to come up against him. Yeah. In his favor, he people think he gets way more than he does. He's only got two red cards ever since yeah. he's been here, which yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, PC's had that many. Kaká had that many. Yeah. And, I mean, at nine yellow cards a season, that's that's still – that's less than two suspensions a season. So he's missing one game a season for yes. yellow card suspension. It's, that's perfect if you I ask mean, me. For, nine for is a player, perfect. For a player that in his – you know, that that does what he does. He's an enforcer. Yeah. He's there to – you know, you're not coming through the middle. I'm going to knock you down. Here's here's yeah, what we I need. want him to, to, to be, like, to have borderline yellows or yellow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, want he, that. I, yeah, that's a trade-off you get. You you scare people and make them play a little hesitant. That's fine. Yeah, he just, Richie Larea has got two yellows this season already. Here's the tough thing is that we're not going to win, though, with him. I mean, we're not going to be competitive. We may win a few games. He's a great player. But we need a guy that can pass. If you're going to run a soul six in the diamond, we need a little more range of passing. You need a guy like Cam. Cam has been great for opening up the field. I mean, he's he's opening up to the left, to the right. Mm -hmm. He can deliver long balls. I don't think I I can't recall a time where Higita delivered a long ball. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, So he's usually a a short Short. passer on the ground. So you need kind of a mixture of both. And I think we're really hoping that uh, that Yuri's going to be our guy. Yeah. In this in this system, I would uh, in this. Single defensive mid system with the diamond. Um, I think Higita, he should only really be on the pitch if you're putting him as a defensive box to box guy, like basically what Will Johnson is doing. Mm-hmm. That's the only time he should really should be on there. You can't really, because of what Christ wants out of his six with the passing and the spraying the balls left, spraying the balls right, yeah. spraying it deep. Higita is never going to do that. He's a, 
He's just a short and possession type dude. Yeah, if you even see, though he was terrible in possession this past game. Yeah, he got dispossessed three times, and his passing was below his normal average, which is pretty high. He's actually his accuracy for passing accuracy is pretty good usually. Yeah, Iguita will be good like as a shuttler, like Will Johnson is doing. I think he'll be better up there, and he could he could steal the ball up high and create counterattacks and stuff like that. And uh, Cam and Yuri are, have better ranges of passing, and that'll help us get more forward on our attack. All right, let's go on with the next question. This is from Michael Butera. Um, I think your phone just died. <laughs> so uh, we'll go on to another question. Michael Butera, yeah. He, uh... he wanted to know about what is it? Why are we losing, basically? Is it chemistry? Is it formation? Is it injuries? What is it? What's the main reason for these losses in the uh, in the beginning of the season? I think. Most of it's going to be chemistry due to injuries, right? I mean, I think it's all going to be chemistry due to injuries. We're missing a bunch of guys. Therefore, we haven't been able to get that chemistry going. Uh, you haven't been able to connect question to Dwyer, you know, to make that maybe B- BWP uh, connection again. You know, you haven't been able to do Miram to Dwyer or, or, or any, any of that matter. So without any chemistry, it's really tough. I mean... I'm a big FIFA guy myself, and, you know, if you play Ultimate Team, the big thing is, is chemistry. So it's no joke. you got to have chemistry in any soccer team. Uh, it's it's a big component on, on being successful. The best teams have usually the best chemistry. And uh, you got to have a good coach to start off with that. they gotta, they yeah, got to formulate I the mean, chemistry. LAFC, they're doing just fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're brand new. Yeah, it's funny how 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 talent and a coach of uh, you know Bradley's, last year. Yeah, they Bradley's caliber make uh, chemistry happen. So I think we're losing because all of you know the chemistry, lack of chemistry caused by inju- injuries and suspensions, uh, playing people out of position, whether you, you, you should or not, and uh, and you know just just you know injuries like Dom. I think we we're um, we're going to keep seeing the diamond until they get the uh, Christ lets it run out. While he has players that are supposed to play in it, we have an actual DM as a DM, and we actually have a center forward playing in the center of the pitch. So basically, and it's everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all of the above. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's all of the above. I was just trying to give a little bit more, but it's the answer really is, all been terrible. Yeah, the so answer is why are we losing? Is it chemistry injuries? The answer is yes. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> the answer it's is all yes. been terrible. Yeah. All right, so let's go on to uh, for our Lions Orlando Lions Den uh, hotline. We have a caller that called in, and uh, Eddie, you might know who this is, but let's go to it. Hey, my name is Luis Cruz. I'm just trying to make a, a, a point about the Lions' defeat on Saturday. Well, you see, I'm Eddie the Commissioner's father. I was here Saturday afternoon, just very nice. We're talking about I got the 660 La Nueva. I'm in the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, more than a thousand miles away. Guinness in hand, lawn chair, just beautiful. And then, boom, my obtuse enthusiasm went away because I thought, well, DJ's not playing. I'm going to be okay. And all of a sudden it was one nothing, then 2 nothing. So don't despair. Don't quit. It's a long MLS season. We come to force, we can dominate. So don't give up. But at least let's get one goal. And then another one. And then win one game after the other. It's called a winning streak. It's been done before. You guys are doing great in the podcast. Greetings from the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. Good 
Hey, Papa Cruz, Papa Cruz. Happy birthday, Dad. Your dad's a smart man, bro. Yes, score goal. He said score goal, uh, then score <laughs> another. Then, yeah. Yeah. Win a shout, game, yeah. then win another. Yeah, yeah, good shout out to Major League, so. right? Major League with uh, we, we win one, we could win another. It's, it's possible. But it's called a winning streak. It's happened before. But it's true. That would be nice to see here. What he's saying is totally, you know, yeah. very true. It's score goals, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, basically, our team here, at Orlando City, I feel like. We're just playing defense, and well, let's get a counterattack, and let's score a goal and win the game, you know, sloppy. We're playing like 1996, like English football. We have so much possession and so many passes yeah. that have been uh, completed in the attacking half and nothing to show for it. Two missed chances in three games. Yeah. Uh, ten shots on goal combined yeah. in three games. I mean, our expected gracious. goals are so low, and like you said, our, uh, Cleon said, our, our one goal is us going away from the penalty. Uh, I mean, away from the bot, from the goal on a penalty kick, and the other one was a miraculous play at the last. I, I, I'm an Arsenal fan, and it, they, you see a lot of like the same stuff passing around the box, and this intricacies that unless someone makes a brilliant play, it doesn't work out. And you see someone like Miram, like Alexis Sanchez, just kind of out, just the kind of making the shape, getting it out of shape, and you know, creating nothing out of it, and uh, just ruining what's going on. And then we were getting no attack out of it. It's weird. Yeah. I- my, I have a theory on that. I haven't actually looked at the stats or anything like that as far as what I'm about to talk about. But with this old us dominating possession, we actually, was, this last game, that was the first time we lost possession. Um, but we pretty much won it. Usually the way he just designed the team to play is to, you know, possess it 60% of the time to 40, whatever. Um, we can dominate like that all game. The reason we're not getting goals is because we're dominating that possession, possession in our half, but it's not in the dangerous part of our half. It's not in the box. It's outside the box. It's just kicking the ball around. Um, nobody's nobody's getting nobody's in dangerous positions. Yeah. We're just we're just holding Looks the ball. Looks like the two thousand and sixteen Portuguese team from the European Cup that won the Euro Cup that shouldn't even been there. Yeah, there's winning possession because you forced your will and you're better than the other team. There's winning possession because the other team is just yeah exactly just sitting back and letting you get possession and not being scared. We're still first in the league in crosses attempted, 25 per game. We have a five foot eight striker. <laughs> Do we have a striker that's 25 in the box? crosses a game? I don't know if that's a like game, a great guys. thing to talk about. No, no, but I'm saying they're just like, okay, We're go ahead. We're crossing the ball in, but somebody has to be there. Yeah, exactly. To, to yeah. yeah, luckily we, we didn't do as many this game, but we didn't have the ball to. But the point is, they're letting, they're sitting back, letting us, and they're just funneling everything to the wings, and then there's nowhere to go and no one to hit it to. You're talking about 270 minutes in three games, 900 or so completed passes in the attacking half of the field, and one goal from the pace of play. One goal. The other goal was a cheap penalty that Not literally that was. It depends on which which referee is the VAR referee for that night. Yeah. Because uh, and, and, and remember way. that one goal, how that happened. You know, that was it's crazy. That was That's the pure will of, of of the, the home opener. Cap, yeah, we don't Captain lose. Spectre. Captain Spectre just grit. Pino being clutch. <laughs> yeah, it was just an anomaly so far. It's what it feels like. All right, let's go on to the next. Uh, this time, a text message uh, coming in. Did we do injustice for Coleman's uh, first appearance by subbing him in the second half down 2-0 
in New York. This text message was from Richard Frazon. Uh, did I say it right? Yeah, everybody sounds Brazilian. Everyone sounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just I thought know. everybody sounds Portuguese when he no, says their name. I could tell that was he's a Portuguese he last does. name. No, yeah, he's, it uh, doesn't he matter who he's saying. He's like comes John Morgan, Morgan and Morgan. He sounds Portuguese. Morgan. Morgan and Morgan. Yeah. So that was a text from Richard. What do you guys think about his first appearance about subbing him in? I don't know if I'm understanding the question correctly, but by the um, saying disservice, I'm taking it as um, basically did we bring him in too late is what he's asking. Yeah. Um, why wait till it's 2-0? I think even the announcer, um, when I was rewatching the game, even the announcer made comments like, you know, why wasn't this sub made after the first goal? Why are you waiting until the second? Yep. Um, so I'm taking it as that as far as not as far. I mean, it's never a disservice. To, it's been a disservice to leave him on the bench. But um, I, I would assume he, what he means is, was it you know basically dumb to wait till the second, <laughs> the second goal instead of the first? Which yeah, I'd say it is pretty dumb because you need a you need a goal. Um, I don't have a problem with the Richie sub. I just I have a problem with the order he made them. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's fair. The the attack. We're losing. Yeah, we're losing the game. You need to get the goal back. You know, bring the talented attacking guy. On the field, yeah, I think he should have gave him more. The 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 service was giving him only 15 minutes. I think uh, being at the game, though, you could tell he was warming up for a long time. So you know, obviously, you don't know when a goal is going to be scored. And it was cold, right? So it was cold. So he had to warm up for a long time. I was shocked. The goal happened. You could tell we were thinking about bringing him in at one nil. That was what we wanted to do: try and salvage a point. I was. Personally, sitting in the stands, I was shocked when we brought him on. I thought for sure when it went down 2-0, 75th minute, just sit him on the bench and call it a day. I, I mean, I, that's what I expect from Christ at this point. But uh, he brought him on down 2-0. It could have went bad. It was very cold. He, you know, he could have had something go wrong or could have tweaked something again. I thought – I, I was thinking why force it, but uh, he showed up well. I think it, it was a good confidence builder for him. He did well on the road. It was a, maybe a nice atmosphere for him to kind of get him introduced to because it is really tough to, to be introduced to, at, at the Orlando City Stadium. I mean, it's a tough atmosphere to show a debut on. All right. Let's go on to uh, the next question real quick, and this one's uh, the final one. Remember, you guys can text us at 855-526-LINE, or you can leave us a message on the uh, hotline or a comment. Uh, the next question is what everybody's been talking about. Uh, since Saturday. It's really early in the season, but how long do we wait on Christ to right the ship before moving? We can't have another season of moving missing... Moving on? Moving on. Okay. We can't have another season of missing the playoffs. Our fan base deserves better. This is uh, follow me at LeeRock51 for Twitter. And don't forget, <laughs> Lee, Lee AMG Lenders on Instagram. I think that's how Get it is. Get them followers up, bro. Yeah, nice Leo, plug. That's Leo how you do it, AMG guys. Lenders. He's a mortgage broker, so if you're buying a house, there you go. Up. So uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Christ. Christ out. What's going on? What, what's the deal? I think Christ out is picking up steam by the, by the match. There's less and less to uh, point to, or whatever you're pointing to is farther and farther away, Those that six-game winning streak. It's hard to, to really say, well, this is why I need to have faith in him. Now, he, he I want to give him, I'm with what David Mannix said, basically, like 10 games total, so maybe another seven. Um, get his players in, running his formation the, he, the way he wants. There was no 
excuse if it doesn't work. And if it works, fantastic. Nobody is against Christ so much that they don't want to win. I, I, I don't care really who's the coach is as long as we're winning. So I think that that that's a you know that noose is tightening. It's uh, the rope is getting tighter and tighter, and uh, just a matter of time. It's not any rational position to have at all. I think he's on his final straw. <laughs> that's personally, I think it's what he is. I mean, he's on his final straw. That doesn't mean I don't think he's one loss away. That does mean I think he's one bad loss away. I don't think with all the talk that's that's happening that if, if we come FC out Dallas, to Red Bull and uh, lose three zero, the FC Dallas one that sacked Heath. Yeah, but, I mean that was granted that was on the road and in July I think it was, but. You, you can't show up when you're, the players know, everybody knows that the coach is on the hot seat and then lose 3-0 or 4-0. It's unacceptable. Your players should at least be playing for you, and if you lose 3 or 4-0, you're, they're not. So you got to make a coaching change at that point immediately, whether it's the 31st against Red Bull or further down the line. Cleon. Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of people talk about it's early in the season, but it's not like the guy just got here. Um these results have been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. It's been 32, 33 games. We've won like four. Four out of, out of that. Even one of the losses was to um, Nesta, who we'll get into later, um, from the Division Two Miami FC. They came into our house and beat us down three, what, three or one? Um, yeah. yeah. Even, I mean, these results have been going on for a very long time. Um, and then going beyond that, you can even go to New York, the team we just played. Christ was the coach there. Um, no success whatsoever. The team was terrible. Um, they fired him after the first year. A lot of these soccer pundits got on Twitter and and um, basically bashed New York for jumping the gun. Uh, they brought in Vieira. Vieira came straight in with those same players and took them straight to the playoffs. And then they're happy now. Yeah. Me, Red Bull game, he loses. Guess what? He's gone. No. Hey, bro. He's gone. <laughs> wow. Bring, bring in somebody else. Like, what kind it's of losses? Like 1-0 you're talking about? <laughs> I, the only reason, I mean. Are you talking about any loss or you're talking about like. I'm talking like, about any loss. Come on. No, bro. How long until we figure out this coach is not going to be the coach for this team? I've already figured it out. I mean. So, but I do. I, mean, I want to agree with you. Now, let I, me ask you guys a question. No, I, has I, he, I, I don't think early, they invested that much in a roster to not okay. let him have his roster. How early, I think that's too sad. How early is it? Uh, well, how early is it? You guys think that he's already lost the locker? Let me ask you guys that question. I think their locker's too new to say that. <laughs> that's a new locker. So no, that that's that'll no, be that's ridiculous if if like people just got here and they're like, this guy sucks. We've been here for four weeks, you know. After Jackson longer though. I no, mean, no, I'm saying Maram, Sasha, Yuri, all the these, important guys, all these guys it. signing. I mean, he how, he's lost them already. All that's I can crazy. say is I've been under plenty of managers at work and I've switched them, and there's been plenty of times where I go from one manager to the next. And I go, man, this guy sucks compared to my last one. <laughs> yeah. So some of these like, guys are coming right on from, the first you're, week. You're talking about uh, Kleshin, who's been who's been under Jesse Marsh, Marsh. for the last yeah. three years. Obviously, a better manager. Uh, you're talking about who's a guy up in Columbus that has done a lot with nothing. Burkhalter, Burke Burke way better. I mean, you're talking. These guys are coming from way better managers. So, I mean, how long will it take for you to realize that this guy's full of a bunch of crap? That, that there you go. That, that's results. what I'm trying to get at. It's like, how long is it until it's like, hey, you go from these managers, like you're saying, March, uh, the one up in Columbus, and then say, hey, Christ doesn't know what the heck he's doing, you know? I don't uh, know. It doesn't sound like they're talking like that. A lot of them seem to whatever like it. So, I, I don't know. That that's that could happen. You're right. And uh, Alex should be careful. We work in the same place. So, whatever he said there, uh, I don't endorse. All my managers are lovely. And thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>
<laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Don't know about Alex. All right. Let's go real quickly uh, down the scoreboard from uh, this weekend that just passed. Uh, let's go from Saturday's games. The uh, first game on top was uh, the D.C. United against Houston Dynamo. Uh, Acosta's uh, caps uh, late United rally, basically 2-2 tie for those two. And then you had uh, Minnesota. Uh, the Loons win uh, home opener 2-1 over the Chicago Fire. Guess what? Rafael Ramos started in that game, and he's not injured. Uh, crew, and they lost. And they lost. The crew and the Union both tied. They stay undefeated still. Philadelphia undefeated. Montreal won. You can't you stop saying it like that. Montreal. Right, we got it. Stop trolling us. <laughs> Vargas strikes back, and uh, Montreal wins against Toronto 1-0. Uh, NYCFC makes it 3-for-3. Three three and they, they def- beat? They beat Orlando City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Martinez hat trick, and they beat the 10-man group of Vancouver 4 to 1. Sp- <laughs> Sporting Kansas City yeah. hang on to defend off San Jose 3 to 2. Uh, Real Salt Lake defeat the Red Bulls 1-0 and then Sunday's lonely match was FC Dallas 3 the Seattle Sounders 0. So not a very good uh Start that game to the was Sounders. nuts, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good... As Devsey, uh, <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> As we look at the standings for the East, first place, who do you guys think it is? It ain't us. No, it ain't us. It's New York City. It's a team with no history, right? No, yeah. in the East, who is it? NYC. Oh, sorry, yeah, NYC, sorry. I NYCFC. Forgot. Second place, Columbus. Third place, Atlanta United. Fourth place, Philadelphia. Fifth place, the Red Bulls that we take on in about two weeks. Montreal in sixth. Under the red line is seventh place, the New England Revolution. Eighth place is D.C. United. Ninth place is Orlando City. Tenth place, the Chicago Fire. And 11th place, Toronto. And then out west in first place. Barney out. Zero <laughs> points. Uh, in uh, the Western Conference, if I could get down there, L.A. FC, the expansion team in first place. Minnesota the chemistry got ready, got got working quick, huh? It must it must have <laughs> must have that magic chemistry stick over yeah. there. Minnesota United FC in sixth place, <laughs> or I'm sorry, second place with six points. Sporting Kansas City in third, fourth is Vancouver, fifth is Houston, Dallas in sixth. Under the red line is Real Salt Lake in seventh, San Jose in eighth, LA Galaxy in ninth, Colorado in tenth, and eleventh is Seattle in last but not least. Portland with zero. Man, they only got many tough year for Cascadia. Up there in the uh, up in the north. Sorry, hipsters. So there's your uh, scores (laughs) and standings from uh, this week in the MLS. Any surprises there, guys? From you guys? Yeah, it seems like we're in the upside down. All the teams at the bottom were at the top last year. Eh, Besides us, we were at the bottom last year. (laughs) I I meant like the top two. (laughs) I meant like Seattle. We're we're right where we are. Yeah, that's true. We're that that cutoff line. We're like, oh, now I know where I'm at now. It's all familiar. But, yeah, I'm talking about Toronto, Seattle, Portland, and and stuff like that. You know, even Chicago was a good team last year. Very good. So, well, it's that time, guys. Yeah, we um. What do we have? We have Pride this weekend. Huh? Pride. Yeah, That's we got to right. put a plug in for the Orlando Pride. Orlando Pride. Yeah, the opener. Martha, Sydney, Camila, Alex, Alex Morgan, Morgan. Allie Cam- Krieger, Ashlyn Harris. Is 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 uh no Camila? We probably still party because it's the Pride. The Pride. They put on a show. They like to put goals in the back of that net. 
What is that? Um, I was about to say no Camila, no party. <laughs> but oh, okay. There won't be a Camila. She's injured. But um, oh, I'm get, sorry. Get better. I'm get sorry. better, Camila. Get better. Please. You want to give her some kisses? Go out. Uh, yeah. Support the pride. Yeah. I know. I see a lot Everybody of this stuff on Twitter about uh, like the supporters groups saying, you know, what happened to the like uh, group? no, like not even the crown, but like yeah. ILF and Ruckus and and saying, you know, oh. Uh, Oh, we have a bye week and a week off. You know, it, it's important to to show it up and and to to at least be there and, and watch it. You know, we're gonna I'm gonna be out there uh, watching the girls play. Uh, I think I'll be out there. I, out, think, I, mean, I don't know. I got tickets. I, one of my four. I think everybody's is, everybody's yeah, getting was, tickets. Yeah, everyone's um, got season tickets. Has tickets. Yeah. So everybody get out there. Um, support those ladies. Those ladies put on. They have um, a good chance they to win. bring oh. it home. So <laughs> they actually win. So they actually score. They, actually they win, made the playoffs. They actually last score year. goals. So I'll be out there because. I don't know when the next time I'm going to see a goal at home is going to be. Oh, so yeah. um, can we switch coaches? Take some money. You'll probably you'll probably get about you'll probably get <laughs> about three home games stuff. worth of goals um this Saturday. So everybody get out there <laughs> seven thirty seven o'clock I think it is seven thirty. Um, everybody get out there support those ladies. Gotcha. Go Pride. Go Pride. Definitely go Pride. All right, guys, it's that time. Any other concerns on uh, for Orlando City? Any of you guys have anything? Win a game. Yeah, win a game, man. That's it. Just win a game. Just win, baby. Not even talking about the championship. Just, I just want you to win a game. Christ has Nesta looking over his shoulder. Yeah. There you go, Nesta. That's, that's our pick, right? I think that's the Nesta. official. That's the, the official old, old pick. O-L-D. Nesta <laughs> for us. And don't forget, you can Nesta always. Nesta is the best. You can always call us, 855-526-LION, 855-526-LION. What does that spell? Uh, how do you, what are the numbers uh, for Lion, 5466. 5 Next episode, we promise we'll have a jingle so you can remember it. Yeah. It's stuck in your head. So basically, uh, once again, 855-526-LION. Call us, leave us a message, uh, a comment, a question. We'll answer it on the air. You'll be on the air. And uh, or you can text us if you're too shy to leave a voicemail on uh, the hotline, and uh, we'll uh, have your question read here on the air. So for myself, JJ Cleon, it's been a pleasure. There, I can't say no Gita, no party because we got a Gita and we got a party. It was a foul party, but we got a party. There you go, Eddie. Hey, thanks for everybody interacting with us on on Twitter, on the voicemails, on the text. We're just fans having fun talking about the team we love. We appreciate all the the interaction support. Alex, just sitting here waiting for a change to be made. I'm hoping that uh, we get a nice weekend to recoup. Everybody enjoy. Uh, go go support the pride for go real. Pride. Yes, go pride. Uh, they deserve it more than the boys do at this point. So go do it. Yes. So JJ here and uh, go pride and international break. Hopefully Justin Miram and uh, Yoshi come back and sign it too. You heard it here first. Come back healthy. First healthy. victory of the year. Alex Brown is calling it against the Red Bull. I have some extreme confidence. I think we're you guys are winless in your predictions, aren't you? I think I'm the only one that actually has the correct <laughs> prediction at this table right now. I've been since I picked us to lose last week. Yeah, I've been predicting. I've been predicting hope. I'm going to predict with my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> no more hard. Hey, no more. I hard remember, picks. I'm the one that said I think <laughs> it was only three points in five games, right? Yes. Uh, so you, you guys all do. laughed at me. I so, didn't laugh, JJ. I believe in you, okay? okay? We'll be previewing the Red Bull game next week. Yes. We might have predictions. A, yeah, we might have a special guest we're working on. Yes. We are working on a very special, special guest. guest. So keep in, keep in touch. Uh, keep up with our Twitter feed, and uh, we'll keep you guys updated. And OrlandoLionsDen.com. 
for all of us here at OrlandoLionsDen.com. We'll see you next week. So, see you later. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.